You're listening to Jane Talks to a Wall, a podcast for people who like to hear me talk. I'm your host, Jane, and this is me playing a little ditty. Hello, and welcome to Jane Talks to a Wall. I'm Jane. Um, you know when you're washing your hands and you're just like minding your own business, maybe the water is warm because <laughs> you're like me and it's like one of the small pleasures um, of a day and your finger accidentally goes into that hole at the back of the sink. You guys know what I'm talking about? And and you feel like, I don't know, like you you like start to gag or you feel a bit... Like, you can't take a deep breath. I think anxiety, you know? And it's like, you know, it is like my neck kind of freezes up. And it truly is like one of the cringiest feelings of all time. Like, it's bad enough when it's the sink in your home. But like, oh my God, when it's a public sink, like, I feel, I, I have to stop talking about it. I feel like I'm going to be sick. And, and I guess, oh my God. Now might be a good time to mention also that um, one of my biggest fears um, are drains and gutters of all shapes and sizes. Um, So, like, I'm wondering if this cringiness that I experience is fueled by that fear. Um, Are others put off by this occurrence? Like, do you feel as strongly about about this as I do? Give me some feedback on that. But that's that's not what we're here to talk about today. Um, I'm not entirely sure what we're here to talk about today. Um, and I want you to know that it's not that I'm not making a schedule because I am definitely making a schedule and it is very important to me to be able to provide interesting and helpful content to you. However, my mood dictates my life. And my mood last week and over the weekend, the beginning of this week, hasn't been great. Um, I'm sure you can relate. So, like, plans kind of change, you know, depending on my mood. And so today um, we're here mostly I'm just going to start off talking about some headache tips Um as I said, my mood the last few days, like it's not even my mood, just like my, my general state has been a bit wonky and, um, I've been having a lot of headaches and a lot of, I've had a lot of tension in my neck. I think, you know, from sitting at a desk all all day or like, you know, uh, developing bad habits uh, through home office, as you guys can probably relate. Um, also just looking down too much. I I don't know. Looking down at a book, looking down at my phone, looking down at, I I don't know what my fingernails. No, I'm kidding. I don't, I don't. I mean, I kind of do that now because, you know, I slammed my finger out. Well, I didn't, my finger was slammed in a door and I have this like crazy nail. Um, I don't even know what to call it. Um, deformity is like not the right word, but, um, my nail is like completely bulging. I'm really sorry. I didn't want to say it, but it felt like the only word that was right anyway. And, and every day I'm like really monitoring it. I mean, it's been over a month since it happened, but now it's to the point where like the, 
the bulge has grown out. Oh my God. And, um, I'm back at like my normal nail height. (laughs) I'm really sure this is, this is harder than I expected. Anyway. Uh, so I, I look down at that quite frequently just to see like the difference from the normal height to the bulge. It's okay. I'm done. Um, anyway, so I've had a lot of headaches for the last few days and, um, from talking to my friends and family, it seems like a lot of people are experiencing headaches, but I thought it would be helpful to share some headache tips with you guys. So I have a couple of different remedies for you guys to try or to pick and choose. Uh, today I will start with my favorite, uh, because it's the one that I use most commonly and if you know me, you know that I always have this on my person. It's Olbus oil, and basically it's a combination of three different oils, um, eucalyptus oil, peppermint oil, and kajaput oil. Um, right. And I got mine at the, at the like, pharmacy-type store here, um, but I assume that you could get it at most health food stores or regular pharmacy type stores anywhere. It's probably near like the tiger balm or whatever. Anyway, um, I put a bit at the base of my nostrils though. I need to clarify that I have a pretty high tolerance for pain. And if you are not one of those people, it does sting, especially if, um, your nose is raw. Uh, it, it can definitely sting. So if, you are one of those people who is sensitive, um, I would recommend just like holding the bottle open under your nose and, and inhaling for a few minutes, um, like five to 10 minutes, I guess. Um, I also put a bit on my temples. If you, if you wanted to put some on your temples or on the, at the base of your nose, you could mix it with a carrier oil, but yeah. Anyway, um, another thing that you can do with that, I always put a dab of it on my thumb and press my thumb to the roof of my mouth. I honestly can't tell you the science behind this. I know that I read it somewhere and, um, I I know that it works for me, but I really couldn't tell you why. I just put a dab on my thumb and press it to the roof of my mouth pretty firmly for about five seconds. Um, And then once you take your thumb out, I mean, I wouldn't immediately lick the place where you just put the oil. Um, It doesn't taste great. I mean, it's fine, but, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. So anyway, um, though I really cannot recommend Olbus oil enough, not only for headaches, which I have quite frequently, but it also helps with nausea um, and also stomach cramps if you have the stomach virus or something. And if you have congestion of any sort, it's really great, um, for inhalation. So you can just put a little bit in some hot water, cover your head with a towel and do some deep breathing for 10 to 20 minutes. Right. Um, so we will move on to my second favorite remedy, and that is alternate nostril breathing, um, which is also called Nadi Shodhana um, in Sanskrit. This is like a pranayama technique, um, a breathing technique um, in yoga. Basically, 
you block the nasal passage on one side, breathe in on the opposite side and then alternate. So I'll explain how you do that. Um, also you can watch a YouTube video (laughs) if this explanation is garbage. Um, so essentially you do like a hang 10 sign with your hand, you know, your thumb and your pinky are out and the middle three fingers are folded down. And with the pinky, you cover your left nostril and take a deep breath in through your right nostril. Um, you should hold the breath at the top And then cover your right nostril with your thumb, release your left nostril, and breathe out of your left nostril. And then you just keep going in that fashion. So keep your right nostril plugged, breathe in through your left, hold it at the top, plug the left, unplug the right, breathe out the right. Um, I hope that was uh, explanatory enough. But um, I do that for about five or 10 minutes and it's really helpful because I don't know if you know this, but generally we only breathe out of one nostril at a time and our body changes that nostril every four or so hours. So you're pretty much always only breathing out of one nostril. It helps to change it anyway. I, I don't really know the whole, whole science. I said anyway a lot and I'm sorry about that, <laughs> but right. It's very helpful. I love that one. For the alternate nostril breathing, um, I didn't mention you you should be, you know, seated in some form or fashion and sitting up tall. While you're already in this position, now might be a good time for some shoulder rolls forward and backwards or also um, making some circles with your neck in both directions. Maybe you need to relieve a little bit of tension in your neck and shoulders, um, which could also help with your headache. I, I know that most of you are probably like, yeah, cool, Jane, thanks. We know what a headache is. Cool. But, you know, <laughs> just just in case you've never thought about it before. So back to the oils again. Um, I pointed out oldest oil, which is the combination, but you could also just use peppermint oil if you have peppermint oil. I didn't mention that but that's also, you know, just as good. Right. So this one is a bit off the wall, but hey, it's supposed to work. Um, I, I remember reading this one way back when, when my sister was pregnant and I first gave up headache medications of all kinds. And I was like, yeah, cool. This is, this is going to be a great fun ride. Um, it suggested putting a bag of frozen peas and I I assume it can be anything that's frozen, (laughs) but in this particular example, it was peas, putting a bag of frozen peas on the back of your neck, um, to help relieve some of that tension and numb the pain. And In the example, they said that you should simultaneously put your feet into warm water. Um, So like the picture, (laughs) the picture, which was honestly probably like a wiki how picture, was a woman sitting on the countertop of her bathroom with her feet in the basin and her head kind of leaned over with a bag of peas on the back of it. And she looked stressed. I mean, hella stressed. And of course, wouldn't you, if that was like your big shot and you were like, oh my God, I get to model today. And that's what you had to do. Uh, anyway, the po- <laughs> not the point. Um, the point is apparently it works and you can either do that at the same time 
um, or separately, as in you do frozen peas on the back of your neck for 10 minutes, and then, you know, the next time you get a headache, you put your feet in warm water. Uh, I don't know, (laughs) for 10 minutes. So let's just, you try it out. So if you try it, please um, let me know (laughs) how it goes. Um, Righto. The next thing that... I like to do is something that I'm pretty sure I learned in grade school and never knew like why we did it, but you can pinch the skin between your thumb and pointer finger. Um, there's a pressure point there that helps to relieve some tension, um, in the head zone. Yes. Science. So if you're looking at your hand, your point and your palm is open. For clarity, I'm looking at the back of my left hand. Your pointer finger and your thumb kind of form a V. Um, So on the left arm of the V, about halfway up, so that's like the pointer finger arm of the V, like halfway up is where the point should be. Um, So you can pinch between the thumb and the finger at that pressure point and press down lightly and, you know, slowly apply more and more pressure until you sort of begin to feel like a spreading sensation, um, traveling outward from the point. So you should continue to hold that down until you feel your muscles relax or like the pain subsides. Um, yeah, so that that's supposed to be pretty helpful too, though. I mean, and I do that from time to time, but I don't know how long-lasting it is. You know, I probably should have organized these in terms of like, well, you know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Let's just keep going. The pressure point is a good one to try for immediate relief, especially if you're out and about, um, you're not home. I think the, the pranayama, the breathing, um, technique is also good when you're out and about. Maybe you don't have oils on you. Maybe you, maybe you aren't at home, um, right. And that's something that you can do on the go anywhere with no tools at all, except for your own body. Some things that you can try when you're home are obviously the, the frozen peas, <laughs> the feet in the sink. Um, another one that you can try at home is making a paste out of ginger powder and water. I mean, ginger in general is kind of like the all around health hero. And, um, it's an anti-inflammatory, anti-nausea, blah, blah, blah. It's honestly a wonderful thing. So using ginger to relieve headaches is, is helpful because it, um, helps relieve some of the pressure or inflammation in our, in our blood vessels. Um, so you can make a paste, um, from ginger powder and water and, just apply it to your forehead for a few minutes for some instant relief. I think in general, like a good practice is also to, to drink ginger water, like hot ginger water. So fresh ginger slices and hot water. Um, like I think it's a great practice daily, but you know, you do, you do you. (laughs) So right. Um, like I said, ginger is also really good for nausea. So if you ever need it for that reason, feel free to do the same thing with the ginger tea. 
Um, you can also make a, a similar paste with cinnamon and water. Um, I've never tried that one, so I'm not really sure how it works. I would be careful though, and not leave it on your skin for too long as, um, it can burn. I mean, ginger can burn as well, but it's my experience that for adults, um, it, it will be okay for you to have it on your forehead for a few minutes. Like when I have congestion in my chest, I make, um, like a ginger patch for my chest and sleep with it on my chest all night. Um, and it tingles this, it, it tingles. It doesn't burn it tingles. So yeah, anyway. Um, so the last, my last tip is probably the most, the most German thing I've said the whole podcast. And that would be to get some fresh air. Um, I think a lot of us have been home for days and weeks on end. Um, maybe not inside the entire time, but spending a lot of time home at home and stationary. Um, I think that it could do us all a lot of good to open a window and get some real, some fresh oxygen, that good, good. Oh my God. I'm so sorry from, from outside. You know what? Somebody told me to stop saying sorry. So, so we can get that good, good from outside. Um, still didn't make it better not to apologize, but, um, it's out there now world. So what are you going to do about it? Right. Anyway, so crack a window, take some nice deep breaths. If you can't go outside, I mean, right. Let's not even get on that right now, but anyway, right. And just a side note to that Germanness of frische Luft. A lot of people have asked me, um, like before the podcast was released, if the podcast was going to be in German or English. And, um, thank you so much for asking that first of all, because wow, that is like such an honor that people think that I have the necessary skill to be able to execute the podcast in German. That's totally kind because I can barely do it in English. Um, so yeah, thank, thanks for that. It, it gave me a good laugh. Um, but right. So actually what I wanted to talk about today was where to start. Um, but I'm not convinced that that's the best thing to start with. I know what I just said, where to start isn't the best thing to start with. How does that even make sense? Um, True, true, good point. Um, I just think it's really important to cover some some basic knowledge first um, so that you can understand the why behind the how, you know, why we need to make these changes instead of how to make these changes. I mean, me telling you what to get rid of and whatever isn't, isn't really helpful. Um, also, I don't want to like Marie Kondo your life. I'm not, I'm not trying to convince you to like declutter and get rid of things. Um, just so that I can turn around and sell you the exact same shit that no one needs that I literally just convinced you to get rid of like months before. But anyway, that's totally not the point. So not the point. Um, so right next week I'll be kicking it off talking a little bit about microplastics. Um, in our food and the products that we use and in our clothing. And then I will move forward to talk about changes that we can make in each room to live a more sustainable life. Right. So 
I guess now is the time for me to tell you a little bit of a story. And I'm going to take the microphone out of the stand so that I can sit <laughs> sit a little bit more comfortable. So hang on one moment. <clears throat> there we go. Okay. This might be a really bad idea um, to hold the microphone like this. I'm not really sure. I kind of feels weird. It definitely feels different. But right. So quick story. As you all should be doing as well. I am in quarantine and that means also that my other roommates are in quarantine, which isn't normally the case. Um, I work from home and spend a lot of time at home in general studying and everything else. So my lifestyle hasn't really changed a lot. And I was really used to being home alone all the time, which, you know, it is what it is. Everybody makes sacrifices. Um, But now it's the three of us at home all the time. And I've started to notice something and I, I just need to talk to you about it because I feel like I'm going crazy. So anyway, the point is <laughs> I moved into this apartment at the beginning of October and I had to put a lot of my stuff in the basement because there's simply no room here for it. So like most of my kitchen stuff, okay, literally all of my kitchen stuff except for like a food processor and mixer are in the basement, which means all of my favorite coffee cups, which I don't drink coffee, but all of my favorite cups for hot drinks and whatnot are in the basement. So I was forced, and I know that this sounds crazy. I honestly, I hear, I hear it too, but don't pretend I'm the only one that does this. Okay. We all have a favorite coffee cup and it's, it is what it is. We have a favorite coffee cup at work. We have a favorite coffee cup at home. It has no reason. I mean, there's no reason behind which cup is our favorite. The coffee tastes the same coming out of it, whatever, whatever. But for one reason or another, we laid our eyes on that cup the first time. And from there on, it was the cup. Okay. So let me paint you the picture. I moved in at the beginning of October and I chose my cup and I chose it wisely based on cups that weren't often dirty. So, you know, first of all, I know it's not someone else's favorite cup. Second of all, it was in the back of the cupboard, which meant, yeah, it's probably not used very often. So that's, that was a lot of the reason that I chose this one. I also liked the shape, which was a bit taller. It, it resembles a teacup more than a coffee cup. It's, it's slimmer, it's taller. Um, you know, it's, it's not as cumbersome as a coffee cup, if you will. That's not the point. Um, it's orange, also not the point, (laughs) but it's orange with like, um, let's call it like a funky flirty flower design on it. Okay. Let's just say that, um, that was not a factor in choosing this mug if you were wondering, but anyway, I chose this mug and I have been drinking my tea out of this cup every single day, three times a day, at least for the last October, November, December, January, February, March. Now we're at the beginning of April. Okay. So six and a half months. And since this quarantine started, I guess this was like last week or maybe the week before, I opened the cupboard to get my teacup and it's not there. And at first I'm like, 
did you forget to bring it to the kitchen and clean it? Like, is it in your room? Is it on the windowsill? Like, is it on your desk? Let's go look for it. So I come to my room and I look for the teacup and it's not here. And I'm like, okay. So we don't have a dishwasher, so I know it's not in the dishwasher. It's not in the cupboard and it's not in my room. So I'm like, cool. That means it can only be one of two other places, either in roommate number one's room or in roommate number two's room. And I'm like, okay, I mean, all right, I'll, it's fine. Like, it's totally fine. It's just one time. So thank God my favorite mug has a sister and she is yellow. Um, so I took her because I had no other choice, honestly. What was I supposed to do? So I took her and had my coffee, uh, had my tea out of her. And then I come into the kitchen later and I see the culprit. I mean, I don't see the person, but I see the cup on the counter, dirty, with remnants of hot chocolate in it, which leads me to believe that it was in roommate number one's room. So I let it go. You know, I'm like, it's fine. happens to everybody. You know, they probably don't even know that it's my favorite mug, even though they've seen it on the drying rack every single day for the last six and a half months, but it's totally fine. Like, obviously, they're not doing it on purpose. So the next time I want to get a tea, I go to get this cup and it's gone. It's gone. Okay. And I'm like, okay, it happens. Like it was probably just in the front of the cabinet this time and like whatever, you know, it's totally, it's totally cool. Like no one, they're not doing, obviously they're not doing this on purpose. And so then I think again, it must be roommate number one, the culprit. But this time when I spot it in the dirty dishes, it's in a stack of other dirty dishes that belong to roommate number two. And now I'm thinking they're in on it together. They're in on this together and they're doing it to taunt me. And they're bored. Like they're bored. It's Corona quarantine. Like everyone is like trying to find some way to, to keep their head above water. And this is what they chose. They were like, you know what? Let's start it. Hashtag take the cup back 2020. And then I start to feel bad and I'm like, oh my God it was somebody's cup all along and I took it and now they've been like trying to get this back for six and a half months and now they have the opportunity because we're all home all the time. Anyway, the paranoia built and built and I obviously was never going to say anything to anybody because that would make me seem crazy and also like I care way too much about this cup but I just continued to drink out of the sister cup, the yellow girl and try my best to mind my own business. But honestly, it wasn't the same. It's like, you know, and then the yellow cup was dirty one day and I had to drink out of a different one. And I know that this sounds crazy, but it, it wasn't the same amount of licks to get to the center of the Tootsie Pop. You know what I mean? It was like my tea was gone in 13 sips instead of 20 and it didn't stay warm in the right places. And it, I can't even explain it. The point is... It was different and I was not having it. But now I've got the cup back. I want you to know I've got it back. The sister's in the back of the cupboard. I've got the orange cup back and I don't want to seem crazy. So I'm not going to tell you that I just wash it and put it back in my room. I really don't do that. I promise you I don't. I've, I did it once. No. I might have done it once. But... I'm not doing that. You know, I'm leaving it on the drying rack. And when I wake up in the morning, which thank God I'm the earliest, like I wake up the earliest. So, you know, it's there on the drying rack ready for me. That's the end of the story. And 
it was really long, and I'm sorry for the length of that, but I thought everyone should know it. I feel like it may have been a waste of a lot of your time. I hope that you appreciate the story, and I hope that you can relate to it in some way. If you think I'm insane, please let me know. If you also have a favorite mug, please tell me about it design and everything, and why it's the favorite. How many licks does it take to get to the center of that Tootsie Pop? You know, just just give me the goods. Give me the information that I want to hear. So, as I said, coming up next week, microplastics, please tune in. Um, yeah, my brain... So I had a, a really great brainstorming session with a good friend of mine earlier this week, and my brain is just abuzz with topics. And this recent full moon has me, like, really energized after feeling really blah for the last, like, five days. So I'm ready to record some actual quality content, not a story about a teacup. Um, but <laughs> hope that I haven't lost you for good. And... Right. Email me. Check the blog. Oh, I'm going to put up a yoga mat spray and I need to make some new toothpaste soon. So I'll probably put that up there too. Um, but yeah, keep a lookout. Get in touch if you want to talk to Jane at janetalkstoolwall.com or over the website. Right. Tell me what questions you have. What do you want to hear and how you liked the story time. So thanks everybody. See you later.